earliest breakfast game show, the most important podcast of your day. As always, I'm your host, Amy, and yes, I am Mr. Brightside. Thanks for coming back for another episode of our most chaotic uh, podcast we've got going on. So breakfast, booze, beautiful voices, and of course, the earliest because we're the latest because we are recording at midnight because we can't really achieve any of the other goals we might want to try and achieve. We're not the best or the brightest or the funniest, but we're definitely the earliest. So we don't have we don't have the most alcohol either. Other people have beaten us to that. They've pretty much beaten us to everything else. And that's all my life is. <laughs> but we are the <laughs> earliest and I think we can all agree on that. So without that's further ado. First part. <laughs> without further ado, I'd like to introduce today's players. First He's coming out of his cage and he's doing just fine. My delightful co-host, it's Josh Bonesy Rice. I'm head bobbing I'm, I'm around like Kermit the Frog just thinking about that song. I know, it's, so, it's just so good. Uh, and our special guest today, she's got to be down because she wants it all. It's Adelaide comedy darling turned Melbourne maestro and damn it Leanne Pham, Billy Duncan. Yeah, and me! All across <laughs> in the, well... I'm calling it the resident evil state because it's confusing. <laughs> the plotline doesn't match up and I wear a lot of red dresses. Look at I also out. feel like it's like the Danger Zone song applies well. But now that you've said resident evil, all I'm imagining is just more Jovovich in Melbourne, please. More Jovovich. <laughs> the, the biggest... <laughs> Go on. <laughs> you were saying Danger Zone before. Um, I was talking to a mate the other day and we're talking about the concept of someone being a top or someone being a bottom. I'm like, no, 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 this is the danger zone. You're either a goose or a maverick. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. But how are you going with the uh, the lockdown, Billy? Um, well, because we went from stage three to stage four, we weren't supposed to leave the house, and I'm a responsible humanoid who obeys the rules. I haven't noticed much difference other than <laughs> I don't have to go to work. Well, that's kind of nice, you know. Yeah. A bit of a a common theme throughout of staying home, which I think is what people should really be doing, ideally. Well, yeah, and I live in a part of Melbourne that people are actually taking it seriously. Um, although I I worry that I, I look that like a scary McClary because Huh? What did you Nobody say, sorry? Nobody said anything. <laughs> I think there's some weird delays going on, but we'll just push through and Josh can edit them out later. <laughs> That's my That'll job. be fun. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I feel like I'm staring at a lot of people because I like see them and I want to smile. And then I'm just sort of staring at them because I'm like, oh, I'm smiling at you. Wait, you don't know that. <laughs> just your eyes changing slightly. <laughs> That'd be quite weird. <laughs> Almost threatening, actually. <laughs> kind of smile. But it's not working. You can try and like project a smile with your eyes, which I think will probably be very fine and not at all terrifying. I spent two days in clown school learning how to speak with your eyes and I still can't do it. So don't just attempt it out of nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) Got to put the practice in. (laughs) No, it's just because it's it's dangerous. People will believe things you didn't say. Your voice says this is fine. Your eyes say, I will fucking murder you. No, no, it's all to me. It was my eyes. (laughs) I don't have COVID. (laughs) Can't believe that, can you? Look, in Adelaide so far, I feel like I can, but... Yeah. No. Falling apart slowly around us, so that's fine. Fun for everyone. I came out of my cage and I'm doing just fine. Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's carry on then. So our morning's breakfast, we've got our delightful Cocoa Pops, as requested by Billy. I've got uh, Cheapskate's Cocoa Pops instead because I'm a cheapskate. And Josh has Rice Bubbles, which is Yeah, because I've got, <laughs> got Rice Bubbles because I'm white. So so we. <laughs> yeah, but that's my excuse, okay? Mm, okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't because nothing nice happens anymore. I think that's very fair. Aww. And they are delicious. I'll, I will say that my, my fake Cocoa Pops are actually pretty bad. <laughs> so 
So I, well, re- I regret the, the $3 savings that I've made by, by getting them. But $3, guys, that's not nothing. I guess what we've learned is stick with the brand names on the things that matter. Mm. <laughs> mm. Oh, no, that was a good one. Mm-hmm. Oh, now I'm just chewing. Just talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> just over there, violently masticating. So does do you do you Melbourneites just plan who you send over? If someone looks suspiciously sick, do you send them to the Adelaide border or? <laughs> um, well, it's less for us and more for you. Like we feel like you've had too much of a good run of it, and we need some herd we're gamble. You know what? That's actually pretty fair. <laughs> someone got arrested for travelling four hours to go get a burger. Apparently, I heard that. I heard that. <laughs> like, come up with a better excuse. Hey. In Wodonga, nothing happens there. <laughs> but in its heyday, in its heyday, I would travel four hours for a Burger Theory burger during a pandemic. I would. I raise my hand, I'm telling you I would. I probably would just because no, it was we have like... Uber Eats, bro. Oh, yeah. But they, they wouldn't deliver after four hours. That'd be the most expensive Uber Eats of all time. I'm well, talking you're going to fucking drive for four hours. You're willing to pay some money. <laughs> I'm talking when Burger Theory was just in a truck. Like, they, they wouldn't have an Uber Eat driver. They would drive the truck too. <laughs> I'd pay for that. I'd pay oh, for that. Oh, yeah, I'd pay for that. That changes everything. Um, who wants to score today, by the way? Shotgun not. Yes. That means I, I shotgun. I, I, me. Oh, that's concerning. That's the worst case sentence. scenario. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It could be worse. The host could be scoring. Hey, when I score, I win. So I like it. <laughs> we, we've never done the host scoring before. <laughs> We're not I don't changing think we have. Maybe one of the very early episodes. No, I think we always wanted to do it when Aaron no, was hosting. It was the golden rule because Aaron first said when he started hosting, he's like, all right, I'm going to do the scores. And we're like, no, we are. And, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and so it was. Uh, the good old days. Uh, all right. Who wants to kick off with a joke? Has anyone got a joke prepared? I didn't tell Billy, so she probably doesn't. But do you have a joke? <laughs> um, like, do you, do you want like a short form joke or like an actual actual joke? Short form. Give us, give us your tight ten. Give us your tight ten. Tight question mark. <laughs> One tight question mark, please. <laughs> um, I I really like dumb jokes, like jokes that don't make any sense. Awesome. I'm on board. Um, so what's What's red and grows on a banana tree? I don't know. What Silly is that? strawberry. <laughs> if she's wrong, she's wrong. But she's not. <laughs> like, you're right. It is silly, but true. <laughs> yes. It happens. I, 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 I wrote a joke the other day when I went to the toilet at work. Well, this is already a concern, but good. Go. What do you call an ant who you've just told a yo mama joke to in front of his friends? I don't know. What do you call A socially dissed ant. Ugh. <laughs> uh, that's terrible. It's a long setup. It's a long walk, but I'm glad we got to the end of that jetty. <laughs> it's not even a long setup. It's quite like a, a reasonable setup and a reasonable letdown. It's just kind of the average dumb joke of average dumb jokes. That's me. A reasonable length and a reasonable letdown. <laughs> wow, your girlfriend's so lucky. <laughs> I might make that my profile when, I, when everything goes back. I think that's a brilliant idea. <laughs> reasonable, reasonable length, length, length is way funnier for you. <laughs> like, what? what? Just being socially distant. Uh, <laughs> oh, reasonable. Di- yeah, okay, I get it. I was like, put it height. What? I'm a Anywho. reasonable height. <laughs> you are a very reasonable height, Billy. The most There's been no height. complaints so far, but I have not checked my Yelp page. Imagine the only thing on your like dating profile just says reasonable. <laughs> like, that's I'm, your okay. I'm reasonable. No, I would like I'm a girl. I don't even need a profile anything. I would just <laughs> have a picture of me and be like, yep, this is what it looks like. And they'd be like, you're sensational. You've passed. You, you happen to be a human woman. That's so true. I would like someone to report back on me, but nothing to report. That would, that would be the ultimate diss, I feel. 
Unremarkable, not, not fair. Just, not well, fair. I, I can't even remember the date. It was that dull. <laughs> I've had dates like that, so yeah. We all have. A date occurred. A date occurred, I'm pretty sure. Mm. She did turn up and later left. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Amy's claim to fame. <laughs> <laughs> she did turn up. Not always, to be fair. Anyway, um, <laughs> game one. Let's get started. We've... Waited long enough, I think. So game one, daily quiz, which is, as usual, it's essentially me looking at the news, finding something that I seem semi-interesting and then building a quiz around it. Today in Google Trends was rockets. I got really excited because space is cool and then I realised it was actually rockets, a, uh, a sports team in America. So boo. But we're going to stick with rockets, the space thing. I thought <laughs> we were going to do rockets, the herd. Like, I'm keen on that. <laughs> I think of that. Oh, I should have put a rockets question in about herbs. Oh well, too late now. Cooking show. I'll, make, I'll see if I can make one up as I go. Ooh, that was a little sound from my phone. That'd be fun. Edit out later. Oh right. <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna edit that out. It's not gonna go off either. It can just stay. How many pounds of thrust does a typical rocket produce? Uh, okay, so there's a thing that you know that I suffer from, Amy, where I mishear a word and I can't think about anything but what I misheard. Which, which one? <laughs> and I'm very sure I misheard the word thrust to be something else. And, uh, what? I feel like thrust is just I as bad as whatever the word is. Did you think it was thrush? Ah, yeah. how many pounds of thrush? <laughs> yeah. You can see why I was just lit up a little bit like, oh, God, where did this go? A humid summer's worth. It's just a humid summer's worth of thrust. Wow, 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 Just, just rockets it out. Just shares it with the world. <laughs> so, gross, can, gross, you please gross. can you please repeat the question now that yeah, I can hear the Yeah, please repeat the question word. now. I'm just thinking about thrush. Yeah, me too. Uh, how many pounds of thrust does a typical rocket produce? Um. Oh, is, am I supposed to have a buzzer? Do I say my name or something to that effect? Don't you guys you can just say a name and all. Yeah, I think yeah. Just uh, say a a number and I'll say which one which of you is closest. Price is right rules. Ah, oh, sweet. Four. Um how many four? Four, you mean four pounds of thrust. Four baby. Right. Already. <laughs> six hundred. Fuck it. Six hundred. Well, you're both wrong. The exact answer I found in this one shitty article that I read was more than a million. So well, Billy, Billy wins then because she was the closest without going over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Your four pounds wasn't that close, but an excellent, oh, an excellent attempt. I was hoping Billy would try and get it right and go well over. Yeah, I know. I can see that was your ploy. <laughs> Why I didn't do that? No. <laughs> More than a million. Yeah, which I think is really just a small amount of the thrust that will be unleashed as soon as restrictions are lifted and people can get back on their Tinder. So. <laughs> Are we excited Zoom. for everyone? <laughs> right, uh, who was we the... don't even use Tinder anymore. Really? What, what's the new yeah, one? Yeah, we use one app called Hinge. Oh, I, it. I get ads for that on Facebook. Yeah, it's good. Um, you do get to see more of how much of a twat someone is before you talk to them. That's a win because Tinder can hide. Is that? Mm. I, feel like, I feel like I'm getting an alarm sound. <laughs> no, no, that was my bowl. Right. <laughs> Ding, 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 ding. And that calls for the end of last drinks. So. I am at a pub. That's not allowed. Oh, it is allowed. Adelaide, it is allowed. It is. Only just. You have to sit down now. Just on a Tuesday night at like past midnight, you probably shouldn't still be in there. That's all. Yeah, I feel like it'll be pretty empty. All right. Perfect. Question two. Are you, are you continuing to score, Josh? Don't forget. I've already scored. Fabulous. Killing it. I've already got the whole scores for the night. It's done. Oh, good. That's very proactive of you. I love that. All right. Who was the first hominid in space? Um, hominid, that would be... That would be no. the, the chimpanzee. Yeah. Oh, um, yes. His name. Get, get the name. Chimps. Chimps? Chimps the chimpanzee? Chimps McGee. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Chimpy McChimp face. I'm probably the closest without going over, right? It's price is right rules. <laughs> Look, to be honest, you only said chimp <laughs> once and Billy said chimp twice. So technically, yes, you <laughs> were closest without going over. 
Uh, his name was Han. Han the Astro Chimp. <laughs> Han? Han, as in, like, was, the lunch meat. Was he flying solo? Oh, sorry, Han. Never mind. No, not Han. Oh, <laughs> yeah. actually, yeah. he actually did fly. He wasn't just a passenger. He, like, pressed buttons and actually did things. So, yeah, they're better than us. Quite cool. But yeah, clearly better. And he has a cool name, like, Ham the Astro Chimp. I'd love to be called Ham the Astro Chimp. Does it stand I can call you for Ham if you want. It, it stood for the facility that trained him, which I don't remember and didn't write down. And But then they said, and it also, he was named after someone called Hammersmith, who was called nicknamed Ham. I mean, you can't really be named after two things, guys. That's weird. Like, pick one. Mm. Too many things. Because Ham stands hard for hard as a motherfucker. <laughs> well, that, that works quite that well. Tracks. <laughs> that tracks. Yeah. All right, next question. Voyager 1 is the farthest rocket from Earth as far as we know, but, you know, other than aliens, potentially. How far away do you think Voyager 1 is and how many years has it been out there? Price the further than the others, further than the others and longer than the others. Well, so, like, can't would, you. might be a light year. It'd probably be, um, how far is Jupiter? My number is in kilometres, so... I don't know. <laughs> I'm telling you, Billy. I'm telling you. It's four. I'm going to say 3,000 kilometres and it's been out there for 10 years. <sighs> no. I'm it, going to say 4,000 kilometres and it's been out there for 14 years. You're both wildly wrong. It, has been, it is 21.2 billion kilometres away. Yep. It is so outside the solar system, which is insane to me, and it's been out there 43 years. Yep. Oh, damn. So, two points, so, Josh. I feel like <laughs> if there's any people listening at the age of 43 years, how far have you travelled? And maybe stop talking about it on Instagram if it's not 21.2 billion kilometres. I don't know. The amount of, tri- amount of round trips to the middle of Australia in a caravan is probably getting close. <laughs> you think that's a 43-year-old thing? You think Grey Nomad started at 43? <laughs> Been up the Great Ocean Road a couple of times. <sighs> Josh, I hate to inform you, but we are only 13 years away from that age. We are not grey nomads yet. Please stop saying that. <laughs> I thought you said we were only 13 and I was like, that tracks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who was the first man in space? Yeah, go on, Josh. You look like you're about to pop yourself in half. Me. Go. <laughs> you can just say it. I'm not... <laughs> No, I did. Me. Oh, you were the uh, first man in space. Right. Yep. You always call um, me a space cadet. I most men, but that's not it. It's the other part. No, it's not. It's Yuri Gagarin. He's the coolest. And I only put him in because I think he's the coolest and I just like saying his name. He is a cool Yuri man. Gagarin. I'm give Yuri a point. Yeah, Yuri should be involved. He was brilliant. He was, he was like a Russian astronaut and they sent him up and then he kind of fell back down. He was fine. He got found in a field. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that is even space well, knows related. Yeah. Like Germany didn't figure it out. No one figured it out, and then space was just like, "Do you know what? I have figured out. Don't mess with the Russians. Just yeah. tip him back. Tip him back. Leave that thing where you found it. Look, if he lives, he lives." Um, I just love the idea of him like not being tracked properly, like having no sensors or anything to find where he is. He's just like, uh, hello, Mr. Farm Man. Uh, look, I'm sorry, I just fell out of space. Uh, where am I? <laughs> I'm really hoping this is still Russia, ideally. <laughs> I've seen that Planet of the Apes movie. What year is it? <laughs> <laughs> Which hasn't been made yet, but that's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. That was further back. I went forward in the Planet of the Apes movie. <laughs> I, got a re- I got an early release copy of it. <laughs> Super early. Uh, how fast does a rocket need to go to burst through gravity? Now, you can give the science answer or the answer provided by this blog that I was using earlier called 24 Mind Exploding Rocket Facts. It breaks the, the speed of sound. <laughs> it does, but... That's not either of the answers I've got here, Billy. Excellent answers, though. You gave me two options and I got neither of them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, one's very specific, to be fair. (laughs) The other one is... Faster 
faster than an F-16. Nice. Also true, though. I think we both get at least a point for, for getting true answers, if not the ones collected by my blog. That's all I ask for. It's just the truth. I feel like you ask much more than that, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> the answers are seven miles per second. What? Or the answer given by the blog, which was pretty fast. <laughs> <laughs> I nearly actually said that as well. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, really fast. But then I was like, no, that's stupid. No one would put that in an article. Faster no. than I can run. Yeah, faster than I know. In fact, I'm not even going to write it down because it's hard to understand. It's pretty fast. All right. Faster than Matt Shervington. Not even the fastest man alive. (laughs) (laughs) And our last question to round off uh, our first game today. Uh, Not so much a quiz question, but a bonding experience. And I would just like to hear your most memorable experience from Adelaide's stickiest indie hotspot of the last decade, Rocket Bar and Rooftop. Oh, Okay, you go first, Bills. Oh, goodness. Um, oh, where to begin? <laughs> um, I once tried to swap my shoes with someone who was definitely four sizes smaller than I was shoe-wise. And then because she had to keep explaining to me that we couldn't swap shoes because her feet were a lot smaller, what she did instead was dump the entire contents of her handbag into my handbag. Hmm. Which included a um, littlest thing of foundation. Oh boy! Well, good. That's helpful. I think <laughs> it was very sticky. It's the stickiest place. Wrong. <laughs> okay, so do you want the celebrity one or the Adelaide celebrity one? Celebrity one. Ooh, I personally celebrity would one. like. Okay, so there's a band from New Zealand. I don't want to give away their name, but it starts with L and ends in 80 Hawk. Um, oh, yes. <laughs> we, we went to Rocket oh. for their gig one night, and um, me and a friend of mine, who will remain nameless, we were very, very certain that something was going wrong on stage. Like, we thought that perhaps lead singer, perhaps guitarist were not all there at the time. Oh. <laughs> and uh, after they finished playing, and we were like, that was weird and off. We uh, hung around for a bit and eventually they came out and my friend tried to talk to him. She could not look him in the eye because she was not there. Like she was on something fantastic and she couldn't look him in the (laughs) eye, but she was talking to like the middle of his jacket. And it was was just a really, (laughs) I was so confused as to why some, because this was before that was a big thing. And so I was like 18, 19, 20-ish and just going, wow, why would someone, like, perform a gig and so be so off? And, and yeah, time got caught up to me. But in the meantime, yeah, it was, it's just amazing to see someone so far gone but still managed to do a whole set. Yeah, just running on, uh, running on fumes or running on muscle memory, I guess. Oh, yeah, fumes, probably fumes. Nice. Mine was just that I fell down the stairs. I knew yours would be way more interesting than mine. But I've fallen down every stairs of every bit, I think, every pub in Adelaide, so. And yet, super mild was a regular for you. Oh, yeah, every stair. I think I've fallen down that staircase thousands of times. Yeah, it's built for it. That's just how I enter the room. <laughs> that, that's our blood alcohol test. <laughs> Welcome. My first, my first date student residence, I fell down the stairs into, like, the common drinking area. And... Um, people were like, oh my god, Billy, are you okay? Are you okay? And I saw Layla and went, I knew it would be quicker this way. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's so good. Okay, game two. Now, game two is new. So um, before I explain what it is, I'm going to ask Billy if you can think of a superlative. I don't know if I pronounced that right. I've only ever seen it written down. Um, superlative. So like, nice. So, you know, biggest, longest, strongest, whatever. Uh, and Josh, I want you to think of a everyday object you've used in the last couple of days. Do I have to think of it or say it? Because I can think of lots of stuff. Uh, think of one and hold it in your head for now. Each. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So the game is Dragon's Tank, which is a game I've plagiarised off myself and Billy. <laughs> <laughs> yes! 
and is an idea we've had for a fringe show a couple of times. So I'll explain it for Josh because he doesn't know. I'm so, also a big dum-dum. And because he's a big dum-dum. I didn't want to say it, but that's the real reason. Um, As so an Jackie's- educator, I can he is a big dum-dum. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Dragon's Tank is going to be a game where the two of you will together think up a new object and then you have to come and sell it to me, the dragon, um, by telling me about why it's needed in the market and all the different, uh, why I'm going to be so rich after investing in you for it. Um, and so you've got to explain as much as you can. And then at the end, I'm going to ask some questions about the product to see if I really do want to invest my money. And I'll let you know if you get the investment at the end. Excellent. Love it. So, Billy, what was your superlative? Malliest. Malliest? Smelliest. Smelliest. Okay. And, Josh, your object? Whippersnipper. So, the world's smelliest smelliest whippersnipper is what you're going to be trying to sell to me today. Not sell to me, sorry. Get my investment because you think you can sell so much. Wonderful. Allow me to introduce you and then feel free to begin right today's hopeful entrepreneurs jackpot and anita Lone, have come to the den hoping to sway a dragon with their invention the world's smelliest whippersnipper and let's see how they do hello do you worry that your whippersnipper is too foreign from your human senses i do (laughs) we here at smelly whipsnip incorporated wish to include you in the olfactory sensation of gardening DIY. Josh? Well, let me tell you the benefits of this product. For starters, we made sure that the snippers are the whippiest. And you know that because nobody wants to go near them. But that's why they're also the whiffiest. (laughs) That's right, Josh. We believe in anti-theft at our company, at Whip Snip Incorporated. They are the withiest, snippiest, smelliest whips that ever did snip whips. <laughs> we did consider calling it the whiffer sniffer, but that implies that it smells good. It does not. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Josh. If you are using the smelliest whipper snipper in your garden, your neighbours will know exactly what you are up to. And they will stay away and not be so nosy because everyone knows a nose smells. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not Have just you... for us, it's for you. Your neighbours <laughs> may be hard of hearing or hard of seeing, but they can smell the superior whip snip from across your fence. <laughs> uh, can I have ask you me? ever had oh, lawn sorry, so have you has your lawn ever been so uncuttable that you thought you needed to use something different? <laughs> when the plastic whips just won't do it, sometimes you need to cut things down by making them feel bad with the smell. <laughs> Emotional Garden Warfare is the name of our game. It's the future. (laughs) And the future is now. Now. We both point at the same time when we said now. (laughs) Now. (laughs) The delay's really struggling with that, but honestly, I'm I'm just so, so impressed with this this presentation you've put together. You obviously practised it um, a lot at least once, probably, maybe even twice. Um, we just have to ask a couple of questions before I, I give my money to you, obviously. So do you see a big market for, for the world's smelliest whippersnipper? Boy, do we. Yes. I think you would be surprised at how many people want to have all aspects of their gardening to enter the olfactory zone. Because it's very exclusionary of other companies to not include smell. What about Mm. if you've got someone who doesn't hear very well, but they don't want to walk in on you whippersnippering? Now they know, because ours is the smelliest. Here's a short infomercial of people using our product who couldn't see. 
And there is some footage there that you can see someone using the whipper snipper. <laughs> They've cut off their leg. They've managed to cut their dog. Uh, it's an absolute mess. But now they use our product. And you can see very clearly there's a lot of sniffing going along. And they're, they're very clear and capable on their whipping. And look at those edges. You couldn't get those edges with a normal whipper snipper if you were blind. Well, no, you're dead no. right. And that looks that looks incredible. So honestly, I, I see I see your point. There is definitely a market. Um, and what are your backgrounds? What gives you the uh, the experience and the expertise to feel like you can well, sell this product uh, and scale the business? Well, my background yeah. at the moment is the poster that we're using to uh, <laughs> advertise the product. <laughs> That's just a little joke. My background as Jack Pot. Uh, is I've owned multiple casinos. Um, I don't anymore because I thought that it was a ruthless business and everybody kept winning in my casinos because I was I was too giving. Mm-hmm. And there's no gambling also, investing in the whip, smelliest whippersniffer. That's right, Billy. <laughs> um, my background is in someone who has smelt many whippersniffers. And people say to me, Billy, do you, do you think this could be smellier? And every time I say yes. And I figured all good inventions come from a problem, mm-hmm. right? Now, the yeah. problem is that so many aren't. She came to me with the problem. <laughs> I did. And um, I also have very unruly pubic hair. So I figured why not combine two things I know a lot about? <laughs> really because that's not hair. all, Amy. That's not all. We also no, have... Not. A miniature whippersnipper for guys and gals. Because we are an exclusive company, not only of physical ability, but of personal identity. Oh, guys, look, I if, would like if, to make you an offer, if I may. Please. <laughs> I'd like to make you an offer all the money, but for 50% of the business, that's how much I believe in it. <laughs> not very much. <laughs> Looks like we're not getting that forty-four dollars, Josh. <laughs> forty-four. That's all we asked for. <laughs> well, forty-four for forty percent of the company. You know what? Deal. Yay! Everyone wins. Yay. Guys, that was brilliant. Here, I mean, try the think. product. Me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh God! What smell? <laughs> God, it's hideous. Thank- <laughs> Thank God for that smell. Otherwise, I wouldn't know what you're doing. We didn't address this, but the jackpot is blind. <laughs> that sounds like the world's worst Tinder profile. Oh. Without that is smell, blind. I don't know what you were doing. <laughs> <laughs> Problematic. <laughs> I love it. Um, well, I'm not scoring, but I would say many points to both of you. We did well. I think you both did brilliantly. I feel like I do want to invest in this product now. The world's smelliest. I'll add many on both accounts. Well done. Have you written the word many? Oh, he's frozen up. Oh, he's frozen. Would you like a score update? Yes, I would please. love would like a score update. Score update originally. Yes, please give us a score update. Okay. Billy is on one and then one spelt W-O-N, and then one, and then many. <laughs> Good score. Josh is on one, 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 many. Mm-hmm. Amy is on Lost, season Aww. one. And you... <laughs> and what's Yuri on? One. Just one. Okay, well, that's fair enough. He only needs one. Strong one. We did go pretty fast. That's a scientific term. He's on one speed. All right. Sorry, I had to pass the milk to a disembodied hand coming through the door. (laughs) (laughs) It was quite creepy, but I did it. Happens to the rest of us. (laughs) You know, it feels like one of those um, weird movies you would have seen like... Anyway. Moving on. Game three. Our last game of the evening. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Anyway, (laughs) it's getting late and I have had two beers now, so. Getting late. 
Okay, so it's already late. It's <laughs> getting to be tomorrow. Time has ceased to have any meaning. Games are real. I'm not sure I am either. Yeah. Finish your real anyway. It's lame. One word at a time story for game three because I've done a couple of alphabet stories and I've now proven, I think, to Josh that I do know the alphabet and so I can move on. Um, yes. I'm giving Amy a point for getting better. Thank you. You're on season two of, you're on season two of Lost now. Oh, that's when it started getting shit. So the key to this game, as I think all three of us know, but just in case anyone is listening and hasn't seen or heard this before, uh, one word at a time is we'll start with once upon a time um, and then we each get one word to say. I'm going to try and make it flow into as much of a story as we can. Um, I've got some suggestions that I collected many months ago, but we can continue to use them because there were so many. Um, Billy, would you like to pick a number between 1 and 20? Please. 14. Okay. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, ah, 13, 14, 14. Okay. So we've got a cup. We've got a cup before. We'll have a cup again. And Josh would like to have four. A cup and again, that was a bit. I, I was holding up four fingers. I should say it aloud for an audio medium. Four, four. Uh, so we've got a cup. Our genre is young adult, and for our location, Billy, you have to give another number. <laughs> <laughs> is anybody else thinking the young ones? No, I wasn't. I just I was just thinking young um, adult. <laughs> No, I was thinking in terms of, you know, the, there's always a special lady and she's a teenager and she doesn't know how pretty she is. And then she's got two equally gorgeous men that she has to choose between. But also she's like a demon or something. That's where I was going. <laughs> I 100% have a joke I do in my stand-up now about that. Hey! Because <laughs> I teach teenagers and, most, and, like, obviously we have to do creative writing. And every time they write a story, it is just twilight. But... Like if you put it into Google Translate eight times and then put it back into English. Amazing. <laughs> my um my English teacher in primary school used to think I was really, really creative. But then she just found out that I played way too many violent video games and all I was doing was like writing out the levels I was playing. Ha uh-huh. <laughs> uh, ha. Pretty good smart. one. <laughs> I love it. Um so, so do you yeah, know, we've got a cop a... and a young adult. Yep, Kung, cop. Oh, that was unfortunate. Uh, cop <laughs> and a young adult. Do I have to genre. bleep that? You might need to. Um, <laughs> and Billy, can I have oh, one wow. more number so we can get a lo- location, please? Um, eight. One, two, three, four, five, six. Do you know what that is, Billy? That's two fours. We're going to be on the Gold Coast, my friends. A cop on the Gold Coast in a young adult novel. <laughs> awesome. I don't- Look, a lot of space I've to play the, with, I I've think. S- I've seen the news. I know where this story's going. I don't know <laughs> if we're going to get there quickly, but I know where it's headed. Let's, yeah, the cop doesn't have to be the main character. Let's pop that out there now. <laughs> it could be any character. All right. Um, I reckon my screen's got Billy, then me, then Josh. So should we go in that order? Yep. Cool. All right. So, do we start with once upon a time or just start with once? Once. Start with once. Once. Upon. A. Time there was a young cop adult. <laughs> a young cop adult. <laughs> yes. Good. Okay. He found the newest part of the machine. Which didn't live. End of sentence. <laughs> <laughs> <We> didn't live. <laughs> okay, so we got arrested it anyway. <laughs> we beat it up, and now we know. Okay, anyway, go on. Where are we at? So we've, we found him. We've got a, a young adult cop. If, no, a young cop adult who has he found, found the newest machine that didn't live. Didn't live. Okay. Live. The 
cup. Fair. So A. Interesting. Young. Horse. Who? Curiously. Trotted. Over. Him. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> Curiously. It was a curious trot. Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> oh, I love this story. He. Proclaimed. That. Hurt. Curiously. Well. The. Horse. Said. In. My. Experience. It. Is. Customary. <laughs> Fair. Play. He said. <laughs> and slowly got two. Which two, I think, is the next thing. <laughs> Just got two. Just got two. Or he could have two or something. It's up to you, Billy. You have it's a power. you. <laughs> I, I was hoping for, sure, to a... Applause? Mm-hmm. He slowly got to an applause. He got, oh, he didn't say up. I got to an, he got to an applause. So he was applauding the, the horse and his trot, obviously. It's curious trot. A very curious Many... trot. Pardon? Many... Curious horses from far away on on foot <laughs> arrived. We said that in the most poetic Hi. way. Many horses from far away on foot arrived. <laughs> <laughs> Twas a wonderful experience to all. Um, uh, okay, they arrived. Mm-hmm. Bye. God. That's not as many hooves. As I expected, <laughs> he yelled because he was blind. <laughs> he needs one of the smelliest river sniffers. That's what he needs. <laughs> we have to keep going until we mention the Gold Coast. So hurry up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Okay, we can do this. I All keep right. trying to lead us there, but... Ah, uh, no, I forgot. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it curiously trot on a cop. Look, honestly, in my whole head, this has just been on the beach, so... Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so where, where are we at? Sorry, with the, he's blind and the horses have arrived. Okay. Sorry, um, it's up to me. The... Sun. Sean. Down. On. The... Gold Coast Cop What? Gold cop. The Gold Coast Cop Gold Coast Cop Gold Coast Cop Adult um... <laughs> No, oh. adult <laughs> What was that, Billy? Sorry <laughs> Oh That's Sun On My Noggin. <laughs> he gleamed. Can you gleam a word? Not really, can you? Glisten. Glisten, yeah. He glistened. 
Correct. <laughs> Amount? Are you are you trying to make this hard for us? That's not the no, point of the game. I, was, <laughs> I thought that might be what the horses would say because we've established <laughs> the horses can talk. No, we've established one horse can talk. The others just follow yeah. this horse. You don't break cannon, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> All right, fine. We can stop the story. I feel like we've so told it. People are well aware of these horses and their trotting and how curious they are. And the gold cost of copper dolls. They're young copper dolls. <laughs> <laughs> I love where, like, we, the cop doesn't have to be the main character. Young adult cop. We just get them out the way, then we work on Gold Coast, and we just left Gold Coast behind. Well, I was going for young woman or young man or something. We just went young cop. Good luck with I that. To be honest, I did forget that Josh had to go next, so I said I was hoping for young adult. Ah. Obviously, I, the layout looked that. like that I didn't. I noticed that because when Amy said young, and I was in the middle of saying cop, you said adult on my screen. And I was like, okay, young cop adult. I guess that's a sentence. We run with it. Yeah, the delay let us down a little there. But I think in the end, became a beautiful story about, uh, you know, a very curious horse and his customary traditions. He does. Just sunny. Curious. A very curious. They're a curious animal. Well, in conclusion, final score, please, Josh. Yes. You got it. Billy is on one point, one win, one point and many. Josh is on four points and many. <laughs> Amy is on Amy is on Lost Season 2. And Yuri is on The Arrow Season 5. Oh, so who wins, Josh, would you say? Calculate You need to calculate the scores, please. <laughs> In your own, in in your own fashion. In <laughs> okay. In and hands. flip. <laughs> and, and then reflection. <laughs> yeah. The winner is Tom Cruise. What? He was never here. But he enhanced. He enhanced. Enhance. 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 <laughs> well, we need That's to have a review. Hands. We need to have a review You're of right. our, well, of our breakfast. Well, the only actually ate Cocoa Pops was Billy. This is true. Um, so I feel Billy should spot. review Cocoa Pops. Not Spawn. Um, for those of you listening at home, this is what it sounds like. Um, I'm going to give you a quick whiff test. Uh, so what does it smell like? The... Not unlike Cocoa Pops. Good. Um, <laughs> Good yes, to know. <laughs> it has got a heat on the back, which I think looks like they've got a mask for you to wear at sleepovers, which I maintain looks a little bit like something Hannibal Lecter makes out of pretty lady skin. Oh dear. Oh, it does. That's, yeah, that's... that's uncomfortable. The eyebrows aren't right. <laughs> Why is that the separation? Make cut out the whole thing and wear it as a mask. Don't, don't, don't have a nose. different part from over here. Is he nose trying to give it like to you so it's 3D. Ooh. Over his nose. Pretty lady suit, pretty lady skin. That's what that mm-hmm. looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, 10 out of 10 flavour. Um, I ate about two and a half bowls worth, so oh, impressive. I'm going to feel ill. That's, that's back to season one, earliest breakfast game show stuff, that is. Actually yeah. eating multiple bowls of breakfast. Yeah, that's literally my first time on this podcast. I think I ate two or three bowls of cereal with not lactose-free milk. I yeah. did eat it with lactose-free milk. Lessons are learned. <laughs> Was that that weird fruit and nut one? It really was. Oh, oh gosh, yeah. That was, that was a good hey. bowl of cereal for memory, though. Like, there was yeah. a couple of really nice ones. There was a couple of, like, real garbage cardboard ones, and then there was a few nice ones thrown in. So at least for your first time, we gave you a nice one, Billy. I think, you know, as a woman, what more can you ask? <laughs> Not for equal pay, that's for damn sure. <laughs> that's not my business. But half decent cereal, we'll take what we can get. <laughs> what are you talking about, girls? There's no such thing as a pay gap. Boo. Boo. Mute my mic. 
Well, before we wrap up, Billy, did you want to promote, have you got any stand-up coming up that you want to share, remembering that this will be released in the next month or so-ish? Um, hopefully in the next month um, I should have a small set that's coming out on a program it's launching online. It's called theloungeroom.net and it's run by two beautiful women who are trying to set up a more female-friendly, more inclusive side to the Melbourne comedy scene. Awesome. So if nice. you follow me on Melbourne Comedy on Instagram, you can find me there. And as we get close to the date, you'll be able to check it out. It's about a 10-minute set. You'll get to see a lot of local talent that isn't just the same eight people from the last 10 years who are very talented. But you've got to get some new comedy on your fork is all I'm saying. <laughs> that sounds amazing. How exciting. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. And I wore a, a button-up shirt, which is all very exciting. You didn't. Too handsome. <laughs> I was the handsomest lad in the land. <laughs> well, you can't see because we we're doing an audio podcast. Billy was stroking her hair in a lovely, uh, <laughs> fun, elfin I, way. <laughs> I misheard what you said, and I thought you said you were the loveliest lad in the <laughs> lamb. And I'm like, what are you doing inside a lamb? Silence. Silence of the lambs. Don't like you to me. Uh, and Josh, do you want to promote our stuff, please, as a last I would final love to bit? Promote you are. Our you can do stuff. it. I believe you. Yes. So uh, you know about the podcast because you're already listening to it. But did you know there's more episodes to listen to? So go and listen to them, please. Um, but yeah, if you want, to, <laughs> if you want to get in contact with us, obviously through Facebook is the easiest way uh, for us. If you want to get in touch with us through Instagram or Twitter, we also are on both of those as Dammit Leanne uh, with an N, D-A-M-N-I-T-L-E-A-N-N-E. Um, unless we're on there as Dammit Leanne Comedy. I don't remember. We're on one of them as Twitch. Other than that, <laughs> we also have an email address. Send me an email. I love getting emails. They're always funny. Um, outside of that, Dammitleanne at gmail.com is the email address. Amy Sincock is your host this week, as always. And nice. I am Josh Rice. <laughs> You've also been listening to Billy Duncan. That's Word. us promoted. It is. Well done. And thanks for being a part of our show, listeners, and Billy, obviously. Remember, the earliest breakfast game show is the most important podcast of your day. Mm-hmm.